Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it to you. I'm your host, Danzel, a.k.a. Black Ice, joined by my co-host each and every week, starting off with Manny, a.k.a. the Goop Master Flex. What's going on, boy? You already know, stay gooping. Stay gooping, as always. And, uh, of course, we also got the man himself, Chris, a.k.a. May 25th. How you doing, bro? Uh, you know, stay May twenty fifth in. Still trying respect to respect respect him. Okay, all right, cool. It worked. I gave it like two weeks break. Nah, we we make it happen for you. You know what? We make it happen. That was good. You you stay May twenty fifth, and that's something that only you can do. Only you. Yeah. Okay. All right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so how's it going, guys? We're uh, we're two weeks out from E three. Haven't had too much gaming news because the industry just kind of. Dumped it all at E3. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be quiet for a couple weeks, but we do have a couple stories to talk about for sure. Um, but before we get into the stories, let's uh, let's talk about our, our gaming moments of the week. So I'm going to start off with Chris this time around. Um, shit. Gaming moment of the week for me. Um, I, I've been playing a lot of Fallout. Uh. And I think last week I told you guys I'm almost close to getting in my power armor. Now, I'm in my power armor. And it's making the game a shit ton easier. So uh, I think I finally finally have reached a little bit of a threshold and gone over it. So, yeah, I'm having a better experience now. So, you know. But, okay. All right. I respect it. Powering through it. I just definitely respect that, too. All right. beat it. Um, Manny? What's your moment of the week, bro? This is a boy. I won't, I won't give out too much, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I don't want to spoil the new Ratchet and Clank, but finally got to beat it, of course, the game. I enjoyed it a lot, you know? Like, it was a really good game. I really liked, you know, the fact that they're just bringing out all these features with the new console, like, with the new levels and, like, going through Breach Verse and everything like that. So I really enjoyed it. It was a really good experience. Uh, if you have a PS5, I would re- recommend picking it up, especially since there's really barely any PS5 games. So, yeah, I mean, that's my moment of the week. Okay, word, word. Well, my moment of the week is going to lightly roll into your gaming moment of the week. I haven't really gotten a chance to play too many games, um, but... You know, I've, I've mentioned before my ongoing saga with uh, the PlayStation 5 controller having some issues and whatnot. So I finally got this bad boy right here. Absolutely beautiful. Got it yesterday. Uh, so, you know, hopefully I'll be able to finish up Ratchet and Clank now that I got this one here. Um, I'm enjoying the game so far. I don't, I don't know if I'm as enamored by it as, like, everyone else is i do think it's an amazing game um but i don't know if it's like a 10 like the way a lot of people were talking about like throwing it in like game of the year conversations i don't know if i'll throw it in there yet but i am really enjoying the game so hopefully i can finish it this week and i'll uh report back to you guys next week oh, word. Word. all right so next thing the moment of the week outside of well, outside of you know our game moment of the week it's the moment that everybody mm-hmm. loves on the podcast here it's Chris's icebreakers. Chris, talk to him, bro. Uh, well, 
It's getting a little chilly in the building, y'all. Uh, but today, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Ask a funny question, I guess you could say. Let me find my little pick. I look for it. Hold up now. Hold I... Jeez Louise. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> the question of the week has to be, why are people so unashamed to be, I don't know if weird is the right word, maybe that's not the right word, but weird or trolly or 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 have all the bravado in the world. All this, Why are they so quick to do what they do online that they would not do in real life? That, that's the question. Uh, I feel like we've all encountered at least one or two or three people, or maybe even more online that you just look at them like... <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> or, like, they'll say something, or they'll message you something, or they'll just be on... Or you'll even be in a lobby, because I see this a lot, too. Uh, this is part of some of the toxic stuff, I think, that kind of goes on in gaming sometimes. Some of these lobbies are wild. Like, just <laughs> wild. Especially COD. Oh, boy. Shout you're in a COD lobby. Lobbies. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. They're crazy. So, uh, what, what do you think is your reasoning for why people are like this and then give me an example of what you just you know a, a weird encounter that you might have had um i think on surface level it's pretty obvious why some people do it but it's kind of cool to hear why people interpret it the way they do so yeah. mm. oh i mean i can explain to you why you know what i'm saying like if you need an example i'm the example <laughs> but <laughs> i mean so like it's different because like you know being in a public environment obviously not everybody's gonna be you know their like true self or whatever they're gonna act civilized but like when you <laughs> when you sit back behind the monitor got your xbox your playstation or your pc keyboard and mouse controls you know what i'm saying all you need is a microphone some voice to be with and you good i think it's just like you know like just people being themselves truly honestly like i understand like you know, like sometimes it can be weird, but like it's just them being themselves. Like, you know, me with my little hiya and everything like that. So I gotta, you know, I gotta show for my weirdos out there. Or you know what? I'm not gonna say weirdos. We're gonna we, we unique. That's the word Christian <laughs> use because we unique people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We can right. real. <laughs> yeah, we unique. So you got an example, Manny, of uh Nah, I mean, like I said, it's just like, you know, like online and everything like that. It's just, you know, it's, pe- it's a place where people can relax and be themselves. Okay. Now, you know, being themselves a little too much might be a little weird, but you know. yeah, a little, a little too much. Yeah, that, a little that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll say, I mean, if, 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 if you're done with your answer, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I would say it's, it's like, a, I would explain it a couple of different ways. Right. So if you're talking about it in the, the space of what you're mentioning, where you're just like having fun, you're relaxed, you're kicked back and you're just like, you know, you make your weird sounds and you, you know, you'd be funny or whatever, then yeah, it's, it's really just a, a place where you're more relaxed. But I guess the way I interpreted Chris's question too, is like, that's like from the toxic side of things, like people acting weird or strange or whatever. I think it just really just boils down to anonymity, right? You're playing online. 
not with your boys, but like, you know, you're playing against a random stranger online, something happens, whatever. And they're, you're just being super toxic, you know, messaging them all types of stuff. Like, uh, you know, we've, we've all seen it. We've all heard all the different things that are said in lobbies and whatever, what have you. I think it's just the matter of there's anonymity there. You don't know that person. There's essentially no consequences for you being weird or toxic or racist or sexist or, you know, whatever it may be. There's just there's usually no um, consequences to it. So that's why a lot of people do that. You know, for example, this week. This wasn't that bad, but I was playing a game in particular and um, it, it it's a it was a beta of a game that I guess I can't talk about. So without getting into too much details on it, mm. it being a beta of a game, it's, it's prone to having issues, right? Prone to crashing, prone to this, prone to that. So this particular person did something against me. Um, I pressed start to try to change up some settings that I had. And the game crashed. And so the guy messages me, uh, haha, that's what you get for trying to cheese the game. What? I'm like, what do you mean trying to cheese the game? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you like A, he wasn't even beating me in this thing. Like he just had a moment where he happened to get the upper hand in the situation. So he wasn't beating me yet. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like it it from my perspective on the game, it said that he quit, right? But I, but I knew, obviously, this is a beta. Like, chances are he didn't quit. The game just broke. So I was like, well, from where I'm standing, it says you quit. And he's like, oh, well, I did this, this, and this. And then all of a sudden, you know, you you press start, and it seemed like you quit. And I'm like, I didn't. And he just he just kind of kept going on and on and, like, trying to bag on me. I'm just like, hey, this is a beta of a game that, like, <laughs> has, holds no consequences. Like, why are you talking trash to me, bro? Uh, it's... Uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that because I feel like if I say anymore, I'm going to spoil like or give away what it is that I was playing, and uh, that'll get me in trouble. But so you're saying he was a sussy baka? He was he was a sussy baka, absolutely. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I, just, I, like I feel like people like that are just um you know miserable. He's just, he was just a miserable human. <laughs> miserable. That's all he was. He's just a miserable guy, uh, and he knew that I I wasn't going to ever see him in real life, and I don't know his name or any of that type of stuff. So he felt empowered to say whatever the heck it is that he wanted to say to me. And I think that's often why people are like that online because mm-hmm. they're, they're they're behind a screen as opposed to talking to me face to face. So, mm-hmm. well, I gotta go into story time, y'all. Okay. Yeah, you know, as I you told y'all me? earlier, that ain't that long of a story. I'm playing <laughs> Fallout, you know, and the one thing that's kind of cool about Fallout that I have been noticing is uh, if you go up to people who are um, <clears throat> excuse me higher level than you oftentimes they'll drop items for you on the ground for you to pick up because they know that you're like on your way up right so it's pretty cool so i met this one dude yesterday while i was playing and he had mad shit he had already beat the game he said hey bro look at this he pulls out all his power armors he's got like eight different suits of power armor and shit i'm like yo that's motherfucking truth god damn shit so like and he's being super helpful Right, so I'm like, all right, this dude is mad cool, and we're in this town. There's mad workshops and stuff everywhere, and he's literally finding materials, going to the benches, building shit for me, and then dropping it. And I'm like, yo, why is this dude being so fucking nice? This shit is crazy. But I'm like, so he messes with me on Xbox, and we start talking that way. And um, I'm like, yeah, bro, thanks for all this because I didn't have none of this shit. I needed all the help. Da 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 da. He's like, yeah, no problem, man. I make you armor when you get to the right level. He just sounds like a cool dude. You know, we're just shooting the shit. You know? 
Then he drops me another gun and I pick it up and I'm like, all right, bro, this is really crazy. I don't know how you keep doing this, but thank you. And he goes, okay, I don't even know how I should say this in a PG way. Uh, how do I say this? <laughs> he basically, and he probably was joking or maybe he wasn't joking, but then he goes, no problem. Now, he, he gives me a directive. You guys follow me? Kind of. You, you follow me? You Did follow you me? You're a chick because your name's May. We had already confirmed that I'm not no chick. Okay, so it's, got it. Got it. Right? Okay. So he gives me a directive, and I was like, "Oh, what? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> are, are you? So you giving me all this shit because you was gonna say this shit to me after? Like, what's well, yeah? And I was like, "Oh, this took a turn that I didn't expect." <laughs> My boy Chris catfishing them. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just like, what? This, yeah, this, this, this was fun until it wasn't, man. Uh, I'm good. And then he goes, oh, no, I'm just joking, man. The fuck, your boy. Uh, uh, and I'm just like, wait, what the whole fuck is happening right now? So then I had to like, I just dipped. I just did. I was like, I don't need this man's help anymore. <laughs> he said, come here, little boy. And that's what made me say to myself. I said, hey, yo. He was cool for like a whole hour. I, I don't get it. He was fine. We were chilling, talking. It sounded like two gamers just shitting and just chilling. And this man just out of nowhere just... You want to talk about shooting a shot? I don't want to say what he said. All I'm saying is he gave me a directive and I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Oh, nah. And, and the way this came off was like, well, I gave you those weapons and shit. So, you know. Sounds very uh, Jason. Um, so it's like, like, damn, like damn. at the bar, damn. Damn. or whatever. Okay, man, I was like, yo, this is weird as fuck. I, oh man, I, yeah, nope. So that's why I was like, why people be doing this shit? <laughs> like, why? why? Yo, what man. made you say to yourself, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> why do you think it is though? Why? Why do you think the reasoning behind it is? Eh, I don't even know. It's a, it's a lot. That uh, it could be. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm also the guy that gets a shit ton of wild text messages that nobody else seems to get. Like I'm the one who's gotten like people trying to hypnotize me for stuff in this nature. Like I'm telling you, no bullshit, guys. People be trying me, bro. I don't get what all over. And and but the game and shit. I just had to ask because I've seen it in so many different facets, Brad. I don't know why. I don't understand why I attract this energy. I don't know. Uh, it's weird. Soul searching on that one, bro. That's, That's weird. weird. Fucking weird, man. Didn't you like? Weird. Well, I don't, I'm not weird. gonna say. I'm attracting some weird stuff. Okay. Like from like just this weird people. Because I remember like, that one time from like we'll just say like the Twitch thing that happened that one time where we were playing Outriders. Oh. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about when uh, that girl hopped on my thing? Yeah, yeah man. Just weird shit. I'm just like, <laughs> but that wasn't as weird as this, though. Like, I could, like, accept that other shit. That was fun. I That was still weird, but yeah. It was yeah. weird. It was weird, but not as weird as oh, you no, fucking talking to some dude. Definitely, <laughs> like, not. definitely not. Yo, I gave you those guns, so. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 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 man. Shit was awesome on the shit, yeah, but. 
Oh man, that's why I just felt like I wanted to talk about it. I, it, it you know, if that's what you're into and all that stuff, that's cool. But don't be trying to extort me with your video game weapons. <laughs> Didn't even buy me a McChicken. <laughs> <laughs> How rude. Oh, man. Anyways, that's that's my icebreaker. <laughs> okay. What a way to break the ice. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I, I was waiting for him to break the ice to you. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know, man. Hey, you got a pretty mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope he ain't. He, he don't know the podcast. You know, he gonna be like, oh, no. he, he gonna be said. He's gonna be said watching the podcast. It's gonna be like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he no. was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it's like, like that's me. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Dad, you can't. Oh, we gotta move on. We gotta oh. move on. We gotta move on. Yes, sir. Oh, switch your gears. Switch your gears, guys. Oh, <laughs> Chris, thank that's you for the icebreaker. That was hilarious. Oh my uh, god. So yeah, oh. let's get into the stories for the week, guys. Uh, we're, we're starting off with a, with a pretty big one. Um, I, it, I think it was something that popped up. I want to say two weeks ago, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it in our recap episode. But apparently there's some really loud, big rumors that uh, EA might be reviving a franchise that I know each one of us has talked about at some point or another. And that's Dead Space. Apparently, um, EA Massive, who was it? No, not Massive. Motive. Sorry. Getting my studios mixed up. EA Motive, the people who were um, billed to make the Star Wars Squadrons game. Um, it looks like EA is tapping them to basically reimagine Dead Space. So it won't be a, a, a sequel or anything. It won't be Dead Space 4. It'll be a complete reimagining of the franchise. And it looks like they may even give them their own chance to make an entire sequel, depending on how things shake up. Um, this rumor actually started with uh, Jeff Grubb announcing that uh, Motive was going to actually be making or, or bringing back a new IP. And I guess the internet kind of followed the breadcrumbs to lead them towards uh, Dead Space. So, with that being said, I'm super excited about this news, but I want to hear what you guys have to think or say about it. So, Manny, I'll start off with you, man. You excited about this? Hey, man. I haven't played Dead Space in a long time, so yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like the only thing is, is like, if it's a reimagine, it, like, do you think it'll be like, you know how like core games nowadays are taking a turn from like, like, for example, Resident Evil, it used to be third-person shooters like Death Space was, and now they're, like, first-person kind of, like, up close and personal. Do you think, like, Death Space will be something like that? Since it is going to be, like, a new, um, like, reimaginative of, like, what Death Space is. Mm. Uh, I think... I hope so. <laughs> you, you think so? You, you would like that? I, I, like, I'm... I, games are scary I'm, that way, in my opinion. It is. It's true. I you know like I would be excited for that too like whatever they come up with because that space is a you know was a good franchise when you know they came out with the games but so like you know I would like to see that actually you know just like all right this is that space you 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 just in the, the spaceship or whatever first person everything's all up on your face so you know like I if I'm excited hopefully they will show like you know maybe give us something on July twenty second yeah. Yo, you just like open like, the yeah, dimensions. Open up some thoughts uh, that, in that first person thing. But Chris, uh, what do you think about this one? Uh, I think it's pretty big, man. Dead Space is a very, very popular franchise, you know, and uh, I don't think we have enough of the horror stuff, especially not the sci fi horror stuff. 
And I always think about <clears throat> that game got three games back in the day, but even within that, I still kind of feel like it was a little ahead of its time. A lot of the sci-fi stuff from back then, I feel like just it just came out in the wrong time. And that's Dead Space, that's Lost Planet, that's a lot of those kind of games I feel like would have done better today than back then. Um, with that being said, if it's a re... not a remaster, but like a um, reimagining of it, I think they have an opportunity to really revive it and really do something cool with it. I just hope it's not like on some DMC shit. You know, like how they did Devil May Cry, and then they were like, oh, we're doing DMC. And then DMC was like, right, but you kind of lost what Devil May Cry was, so... Uh, yeah, I just hope that they do it in the right way, I guess you could say. Um, but I think it definitely could fill a, a void because, like, even with the Scorn game that's coming out, and that looks like a sci fi horror ish kind of game, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it looks like Dead Space, though. Dead Space is like it's the closest thing I could think of to like a Resident Evil version of something in space. That, that's the closest thing I could think of. Um, Scorn reminds me more of like alien or that movie prometheus or whatever the case is not like not like this it's, it's kind of different um so yeah i think it definitely has a space that it can fill especially if they can figure out how to add some like multiplayer components and whatnot to it i think uh yeah i think it'll be really cool mm-hmm. what do you think about the the first person thing many was talking about oh uh, yeah i'm here for that i'm definitely here for that um yeah i agree with you completely it definitely gives you more of an in-your-face scary kind of a uh, feel and with this, I think with a game like Dead Space, especially, like we talk about ray tracing all the time with the new systems. This is a game where the opportunity for this kind of stuff, I think, really shines because like you're on like a lot of like, you know, desolate, broke down, abandoned looking ships and shit like that. You got light leaks from different spots and it can really look really cool if they do it in the right way, mm-hmm. especially if they're trying to get the creepy vibe. Going. Man, I'm telling you, if they do that right, visually, the game should be fire. Um. Yeah. No. Nah, I think. Yeah. Do the first person thing. I think it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, the so the thing that I always remember from Dead Space is they they utilized the the, the third person stuff very well, where <clears throat> there was a HUD, but a lot of the stuff that you needed to know about what was going on with your player was actually on his back, like like uh, mm-hmm. I think I remember like on his spine. It kind of showed you like how much health you had. Um, I think there was also like a, a thing that kind of floated like a UI that floated over your guys back that showed you um, like what ability you had, whether it was stasis or uh, like different weapons. Like I, I, I remember the UI being like specifically tailored to it being in third person, like it just being a little bit different. So I wonder how they would handle that if it was in first person. Maybe it would just be like a watch that you kind of always saw at, like while you're holding whatever gun in first person. <laughs> But um, I, I would assume if they switch it to first person, that would be like one of their bigger challenges is, is trying to get that level of immersion back in the game, like so that users don't mm. need a, a UI per se. Um, mm. But yeah, I can the the scares and and all that stuff. Yeah, it's completely different when you're when you're in first person. Resident Evil is like the perfect example of that, you know. Um, thinking about playing Village and all that stuff, and like obviously sound design. Oh, that's wow, that's a whole nother thing too. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, sound design is when was it? Back in what twenty thirteen is when Dead Space three released. Like sound design's come a long way since then. Like you got the the spatial audio stuff with Dolby um, Atmos <laughs> stuff that Sony's doing with their spatial audio. Like in a game like Dead Space, 
man. Yeah. I, and yeah. I, I remember that being like a really specific thing that they even had going in the very first Dead Space game where you would hear weird sounds in the background, or whatever. But obviously, they didn't have this the same level of like audio tech. So, yeah, I, I think that would definitely be a game that would be really well suited to all the new technical advancements. Like, obviously, the SSD, mm-hmm. you know, like Chris, you mentioned the ray tracing stuff, like audio, mm-hmm. all of that. I, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny, man. Like, obviously, this rumor is from a couple weeks ago, but like, the more we are talking about it, the more ideas that come into my head. That like, man, this could be a really, really big deal. I'm hoping that's what EA is going for. I mean, you know, yeah. it actually leads me to my other question: is if they're reviving an old franchise of EA's and it's not Dead Space, which hopefully that's not the case, but if it's not Dead Space, what do you guys think it might be? Mm-hmm. Guesses at all, Manny? No, it's not. We already know that's confirmed. We already know that's confirmed. Like, I don't know. There's so many EA games. Like, a really good question. I, I mean, I can't say Mirror's Edge because, like, Mirror's Edge came out recently, I would say. Like, yeah, relatively recent. Yeah. I don't feel like that's it. Nah, like, it wouldn't be it unless you're talking about Street. I feel like it definitely can't be <laughs> I know. a sports it game. Okay. Nah. <laughs> Dude, nah, uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I I mean personally, I can't really think of like any like EA game that like I don't. I, it's probably like floating over my head. I probably can't remember anything, but I mean, uh, yeah, because I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like, you know, at least when you try to match the pedigree of the studio to what games EA has, you know, existing. Mm-hmm. Like we know, Motive was uh, that studio was created by Jade Raymond to make like a bigger. Star Wars game that actually got I'm pretty sure got cancelled and then they got rolled into making Battlefront and then Squadrons so like you know they're clearly set up to make more story driven adventure-esque games so I feel like Dead Space makes the most sense I just can't think of any other franchises that EA owns that aren't actively being worked on mm-hmm. that, that most yeah. you know if, if Bioware wasn't really taking the reins of um, Mass Effect I could say maybe they might be doing Mass Effect but I don't know. What if they? <laughs> I mean, didn't you say what you said? Motor made in squadrons. Yeah. See, I mean, why wouldn't it be in that space? They're already in space with squadrons. <laughs> what if? What if they brought back like Army of Two or something like that? Like, I mean, I would actually be happy with that. I'd be really happy with that. I prefer Dead Space, but Army of Two is a really good game. That's what I was going to say. I really missed that game from way back. Criminally underrated game, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say like Dead Space would be 1A. Army of 2 would be 1B. Mm-hmm. No, actually, I wouldn't be mad at that. Hopefully, I'm trying to look through the rest of their stuff. I don't really see much other stuff. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's really the thing, right? Like, I'm glad you brought up the Army of 2, but that's the thing about it. Is like I don't think there's anything else that would make sense. The Godfather? No. <laughs> we good because I don't think it's a licensed game, right? Like, oh, so we good? That's got to work. Grantafato, Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure WB Games is making the Harry Potter game. Uh, they got a couple of Simpsons games. I don't think it would be anything licensed, right? Like, like if mm. it's, it would have to be like their own IP that they made entirely. Mm-hmm. So. It would be hilarious if it was Anthem. I would die. So, that I was would actually be bad just funny. That. <laughs> that would be bad funny. I was just gonna say that if they actually grabbed the the, the mantle for Anthem, that would be 
interesting to say the least. But Bioware will be making the game, so the flight mechanics might not be the same. I mean, they're they're they're, they're owned by the same parent company. That's true. That would be crazy to think about. Also, wow. they, they just made awesome. Squadrons, which is a flight-based game. I'm sure they could pull something off of flight. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, could we'll be see. Bard's Tale. Uh-oh. I'm just looking up Mad Random EA <laughs> games. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, my money so far is definitely on Dead Space. I think it makes the most sense. And I think EA... You know, for all all their flaws, like I think they do understand that it's a franchise that people care about largely. Um, obviously, like I think the original people who made Dead Space are, aren't at EA anymore. I'm pretty sure they. I think the original was made by um, Visceral Studios, and I'm pretty sure EA shut them down a while mm-hmm. ago. I think yeah. that's th- those are the people who are actually a lot of the people who used to work at Visceral Studios are the people who are making that other game, uh, the Callisto pr- Protocol. That was what oh. we saw at the uh, the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. I'm, I'm excited. I What's think uh, July 22nd is when the EA Play event is actually supposed to take place. So, you know, we'll see then. We'll get to see a lot more. Whoa, Shadows of the Damned. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Whoa. I hope it's. Uh, don't bring that. Uh, <laughs> Just focus on those two games Army 2, Dead Space. I don't want to see anything else. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, let's let's jump over to the next topic here. Um, I have a good segue to this, but basically, it's about Halo. Halo is... Uh, we got a, a pretty hefty bro- blog post from uh, 343 just kind of talking about the very first season of Halo Infinite. And um, it, it actually ties into Reach, Halo Reach, which is pretty cool. Like I think that that's a lot of people's uh, favorite Halo game. Um I, I can actually say that's probably one of my favorite Halo games for sure. So mm-hmm. we got a, a pretty decent blowout. Um, in addition to something that we didn't get a chance to talk about on here either, which is the the multiplayer overview that they did the day after the Microsoft press conference. So, uh, you know, I guess let's start there with that that overview. You saw a lot of different things on there. Um, some pretty cool features. I know one in particular that caught my eye was the uh, the player AI thing basically giving each player like their own version of of cartana like in their heads to kind of tell them what to do and you know where to go i guess within each mission i don't know how that's going to shake out but it seems like they're definitely setting multiplayer up to be more what's the word i mean obviously customization is a big part but like like each each spartan is their own person and they've they've even teased in this blog post that you know uh, each person's Spartan will play a, a pretty big role in the campaign. So I'm curious what you guys think about that and what that can mean. They were pretty vague with the information, but you know, I guess the idea of, of the story not only being Master Chief, but being like a Spartan that you created, really interesting idea. So uh, Manny, you know, what do you think about everything we've heard so far? Yeah, I mean, even just like the multiplayer overview that, you know, like you mentioned from E3, like... It's, it looks very promising, and I even like the way to kind of like doing their own like battle pass system, where it's like you buy the battle pass, you own it forever, and we know how frustrating it is. Where you buy battle pass, and like you know, life happens. You might not be able to play the whole battle pass throughout the whole season. Next thing you know, you spend ten dollars for like maybe a couple level tiers and lose out on all that. Whereas this one is like 
okay, we got, you know, the first season, uh, Heroes of Reach. You buy that, and, you know, let's say something happens where, like, you just can't game for, like, the next couple months, but in the next season drop, but you still have this, he's uh, the Heroes of Reach. So, like, I really like that whole, like, system they have going on, especially, like I said, you know, like, you know, life life happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and also like the stuff they talked about in the multiplayer overview, you know, how they're showing like like you mentioned the AI. I really think it is dope to have like your own personal AI to have like instead of like hearing the same voices all over again. You know what I mean? Just have that personal AI as well as the customization as well. How do you mentioned there's no loot boxes, but everything you see is mostly earned through gameplay. That's another thing that's dope as well, because we know we hate those randomized loot boxes that <laughs> last thing last thing we want to do spend like hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to get this one armor set. Like and like but now with Halo 2, how do you mention like it's every little detail in the armor that's like different, you know what I'm saying? Like with the gloves, the shoulder, the elbows, the visor and everything like that. So like, you know, very very interesting stuff, you know. Yeah. And we already know, you know, people people are gonna be aiming to go get that samurai helmet too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the idea that basically you know, like you said, Manny, there's no loot box for it where people aren't just rolling the dice buying multiple uh, loot boxes to try to get that samurai armor. It's like, okay, I need to go do A, B, C, D. I know how I can go get this armor. Once I get it, like, you know, it's like, I, I love that type of stuff because it's like, it's a badge of honor, right? Like, oh, I have to get, mm-hmm. I have to get 10,000 kills with this particular gun on this particular <laughs> map, right? So now you know that somebody got it. Yeah, it might have been a grind, but like, it's, it feels like an actual achievement. Like mm-hmm. I'm walking around with this armor, people know like, oh, he actually did that. He like went to go get that. It wasn't just he happened to stumble upon it, right? Like, you know, Chris, and, and I, I want to get your input on this too in a second. But I mean, obviously, you and I both play Destiny. We know how that type of stuff goes, right? Like, there's certain exotics, certain um, guns in particular that you know if you're getting killed by it in the Crucible, it's like, oh, that dude put in work to go get that. Like mountaintop. Like he 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 put in his time to go get his mountaintop. Mm-hmm. You know, this gun, that gun, like the I remember the Cloud Strike in particular when that first came out in Destiny. Like people had to go find that in a particular mission, and it was still kind. It was kind of a luck situation because it was relatively rare. But even still, you knew that that person went through a really hard challenge and happened to get lucky enough to to get that roll on the on the gun. So I'm curious what you think about that type of stuff in this Halo, Chris. Um, no, man, I think it's, it's cool, man. Uh, I was going to mention the destiny stuff if you didn't. So it's kind of cool that you did those badges of honors. They like, they matter, man. They, they very much matter because they give people more of a reason to play your game than just to shoot something. You know, if you have something that you're training for at the other end of the tunnel, it motivates you to keep getting on every day rather than them trying to do stupid ploys or this and that trying to like entice you to come in for X, Y, and Z. All you gotta do is say no. You want to feel powerful? Okay, you can. Go get it. That that's that's literally all it is, and that to me that's a good pull. That's a good uh, g- good gameplay pull, especially when they like gatekeep it around certain activities. So, for example, like how you were saying, you no, know, you gotta get ten thousand kills on this map with this gun. It's a lot, but I mean, shit, you pull it off. It is what it is. The only thing that I think kind of sucks though in this regard is that because Halo is saying that everything that you get in this way is cosmetic only, it, it's not 
I don't know if you get the same satisfaction. Mm. So because Halo's guns and stuff like that seem more like you know you don't really get certain weapons that are yours. It's more like you're you're shooting and there's a lot of stuff you can pick up off the ground or off the walls and start using that stuff in a sense. Whereas the one thing about Destiny was just like yeah you get killed with a Luna back in Luna has Luna Sal like heyday you knew like damn yo, this dude got legendary rank and comp that shit is mad hard to do. So even though it's mad annoying that he keeps killing me with his mad good ass weapon, there's a level of respect there. Like, you know, it does look like, damn, I, you know, he's, he's shitting on me right now, but I don't have it in me to go do what he did to get that weapon. So I can't really complain like that. Like, damn, it sucks getting my ass handed to me, but shit, maybe one day I will have the gall to go into the, the playlist and go get it myself. But that's the loop. You know, it works. Yeah, it I, works. I think that's that's probably one of the things that does not Halo from being like an RPG is that, yeah, with the multiplayer stuff, everybody is on the level playing field. And I think that, you know, it's just it's definitely a different style of game because I think that scenario that you just outlined with the Luna, like a lot of people that would piss a lot of people off. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so so I guess it's it just factors into like different styles of game. Right. Like it's I think that's why they specifically made it cosmetic only with Halo, because. Mm-hmm. I think they always want, and and if you if you listen to their um, the multiplayer overview video, they talk about the sandbox a lot, like a lot. So I think they want to make sure that the sandbox is as even as it possibly can be, yeah. so that any player can do any particular thing. It's just a matter of they have to go find that skill or find that gun or whatever. Like if if you want to be out here with the grappling hook, you got to go find it in the world. Make sure you have it, and then you can do whatever crazy stuff it is you want. You could grab a, a bomb and throw it at another vehicle or go hijack a vehicle. Like that's always been Halo's core gameplay loop is that the sandbox allows you to do whatever it is that you want. And there, nobody has any particular advantage over anyone else outside yeah. of skill. So I, I always think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm good. I'm here for all the customization shit. You know, how I get when it comes to any drippy stuff. Pause. Uh, I, I'm, I love that stuff, man. I like looking dope, so you can whip some ass in style. You know, sign mm-hmm. me up. I'm always here for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. dope, man. On it too. And I love, I love the fact that it's, it seems like they're pulling the customization stuff outside of the game. It's not just you doing it in the game. Like it, the, they showcase in the blog post that there's a, a Halo Waypoint app that's going to have a Halo Infinite section. And it seems like you can go on the app and like, change the visor change the color change this change that like because i i hate doing stuff like that with my controller to be quite honest so if i can do it in the app like boom 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 touch this touch that like do it while i'm at work or you know waiting for dinner somewhere i don't know like the the fact that i have that flexibility to do that outside of just being in the game i think that stuff's really cool and i'm loving what i'm seeing so far from halo infinite obviously you know we talked about it last week like the, the graphical changes alone from from this uh, from what we saw last year to this year and you know the the fact that they are so transparent with everything that's going on like we don't talk about it enough I think but every month they come out with something they come out with some piece of information about the game whether it's an update to the sandbox or how things are going to go with the PC so on and so forth they've even kind of mentioned it in this uh, I don't know if it's in this blog post or if it was another one but this summer we should be seeing a beta at some point um i just love that they're like so consistent about the information that they're pushing through and um i'm hoping that you know we get more for sure mm-hmm. it's exciting times man it's very exciting i mean 
you know, we've all been itching for some new PvP stuff, like some some new freshness, and this just I think well, tide is over for a little bit, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I hope so. My eyes gonna be an out of cat. Tell you that right now. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. That's that's probably the other big thing that um I remember seeing from the multiplayer overview is that that Halo Academy. Like I think that's the perfect thing to pull people who are new to Halo, like like Chris in particular. Uh, get them more familiar with it. Obviously, we live in a world now where the arena shooter isn't as big of a deal. You know, like all, all the, the younger kids are all about the Battle Royale, right? And as of right now, it doesn't look like there's going to be a Battle Royale in Halo just yet. So, you know, obviously, A, the game is free to play. They're going to have a number of people at least trying the game. So I think it's really, really smart to have that academy to help people understand the mechanics of Halo, understand the sandbox, all that stuff. Like I'm in particular really looking forward to seeing how Chris like takes to it, you know, as some knowing that he's somebody who hasn't played Halo really that much in the past. Like I'm I'm excited to for him to like kind of learn about that world and like understand the multiplayer and like do all the crazy shit that comes along with it. Um but yeah, Chris obviously as somebody who hasn't played Halo before, like, you know, tell me a little bit about what you're expecting from that academy. Uh shit. I'm just expecting a little bit of a learning curve because from the little bit of Halo that I do remember playing in the past, it's like little shit like just even how I use a sniper. Like, it's going to be a while before I can iron that into my way of being, I guess you could say. Because I'm used to pressing down on the left trigger and aiming and all that bullshit. I'm going to have to, like, really get used to the whole stick mechanic that uh, Halo seems to kind of, like, do a lot of the stuff around. Mm. Um, other than that, though, I think once I get that down, I think I'll be fine. I just got to get used to that shit. And because so much damn destiny is going to be one of those things where it's like, I have to really iron that out badly. I, it's going to take me a few weeks. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. There's going to be mad times where I'm going to want to ADS and do weird shit that I do in other games that I can't do in this. And I just got to like learn. So give me, give me a little bit, give me a bit of time. So destiny time. might be the reason you, yeah, you, you get it a lot quicker for sure. Because, Maybe yeah, it might. Yeah. So mm-hmm. might be. All right. We're Manny. What are you thinking about that academy? Anything else in general about Halo at all you want to add? I mean, I'm just excited. You know, hopefully I can still rock a jump. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited for the whole grappling thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to be swinging around like Spider-Man. Headshot. Speaking but, to me, man. Oh, man. I have a question. Imagine those plays. Go ahead, Chris. Um, so Halo's multiplayer, right? Almost every other multiplayer game I've ever seen has like a version of like a super or an alt or like a kill streak or some shit like that. Does Halo have anything like that in it? There's nothing. Oh, nope. interesting. It's it's just like it's, it's mostly gunplay. Yeah, it's it's really just pure gunplay. Like basically, it's like Destiny if you took out the abilities and the the supers and all that stuff. Like that's it's just core game like gunplay. I mean, right. I guess. I mean, there's power weapons, right? There's power weapons yeah. on the map that you like pick up, like grenade launcher. Sorry, rocket launchers. There are grenade launchers, but I wouldn't consider them power weapons per se. There's like a Spartan laser, which is a really high damage weapon. Um, but yeah, I think, hammer, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really just all about gunplay. There's really no super mm-hmm. that type of stuff. That's kind of cool. Yeah, because I was even thinking about Titanfall. Like, even your super technically in that game is calling your Titan. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What is it in Halo? Because there's got to be something. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Oh. Mm. 
And I, they I, better I, bring I, back it, the the Halo Two BR though, because that gun smacks. Yeah, I can't wait to see what guns they have. I hope they just revamp the the Halo like because they always had the Halo Two BR and then the regular battle rifle, what they consider the regular battle rifle. I just want them to just merge that stuff and like. True. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll look to see what, what that looks like. But Chris, the other thing I was gonna say is like I think the the bigger version of that in Halo is just the vehicle play. Like being able to hop into a helicopter or something like that and like gun people down. What's it called? A pelican, I think it's called in that game. Um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, the, the the way the the playing field is so level, it's just like a mad dash for all of the power weapons and the vehicles and all that stuff. Like that's what makes the difference. So the fact that everybody's on equal footing and everybody anybody can get a chance to get that power weapon or anybody get a chance to get that mm-hmm. vehicle, yeah. I think that's one of the things that makes Halo so special. So definitely. All right, well, that's <laughs> that's hey. We look forward to seeing more about that over the summer. But uh, speaking of summer, pivoting over to PlayStation side of things, there's a, a rumored event that's supposed to be happening uh, at some point this summer. I mean, I guess it was almost inevitable that they would have some sort of a state of play or some sort of big showcase event since they weren't at E3. Um, but I guess we're hearing a little bit of rumors and definitely take this with a grain of salt here because we know absolutely nothing but there are three big sony rumors that have been kind of floating around this week um so you know just kind of starting off at the top here so we should be seeing a ghost of tsushima spinoff um apparently it's going to be in a very similar vein to uh spider-man miles morales there's a chance that we may see it at this rumored summer event um I mean, it could possibly drop this this uh, this f- fall, I guess. I guess that that could be like a good substitute because everybody's saying that you know there's a good chance that Horizon Forbidden West won't drop this year. So I guess this could be like the placeholder for you know Sony's big game for the fall. You, we, if we know anything about how Sony's going to set this up, even though it's a smaller game, you know, I have no doubt that the the studio at Sucker Punch is going to make a great experience, but it will probably still be a sixty dollars game. They'll probably uh, make it cross. Uh, what's the word? Gen. Cross gen, yeah. Um, so there, there's rumors that it's still going to be a PS4 game, but also going to be on PS5. So, you know, we'll see what that looks like. What do you guys think about this one, Chris? Start off. Um. Yeah, I kind of you know you took it out of my mouth. Was the whole uh, Miles Morales thing? That's the biggest comparison that I was going to give it because it, it, I didn't get the impression that it was like a whole ass like new 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 experience it kind of seemed like something that was uh gonna very much still be within the same world and close to tsushima just like a little side story so um i think anything that they can put out that can be quick to kind of tie people over is good because i feel like this whole games being uh pushed back thing has been something we've all been feeling across the board since like last year so having good things in place to kind of let people feel like there's something at least there in the meantime is never gonna be a bad thing um it sucks though because like with this COVID stuff and how everything got pushed back it's almost like you get a new date and then there's a good chance that that new date also might get pushed back too so it's kind of like I don't know and we haven't gotten really anything from uh, a lot of the PlayStation games that we're waiting like we're waiting on um, Horizon and God of War and the rest of the other ones and Ratchet Clank I would just assume that that was in production from like way back ago for it to be like ready to have been released as recently as it was, but yeah, yeah, whatever they can put out right now that can kind of tie people over for sure. I, I'd say push it out, push it out fast. 
and hopefully it's something that could like get people at least a good two three months out of which kind of seems like what people were able to get out of miles morales i feel like they seem like it, it didn't sound like a game people were going to be playing all year like i, I say that off rip right. but it definitely sounded like people got a few months out of it so um yeah no overall i don't think it's a bad thing at all i think it's definitely good I think it would be also cool if they did more of this for this that franchise alone because it seems like mm-hmm. there's a lot of rich lore and stuff in that franchise that they can kind of do this with. So, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing any way you look at it. I think we need more of it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but Manny, before you say anything, I I, uh, I didn't want to butcher the name beforehand, but I, I guess I'll, I'll try it at this point. But apparently the, the game is going to be called uh, Ghost of Ikushima. Ikushima. I think it. Ikishima. Ikishima? Ikishima. Sure. We'll mm-hmm. go with that. You got it. Ikishima. But yeah, apparently it's just another island. Um, mm-hmm. In just... between Japan and uh, Tsushima. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... Okay, Manny. Yeah, go ahead. You take it away, bro. <laughs> no, my bad, my bad. No, 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 no. I want to get your thoughts. I was actually watching a video uh, before we started this episode, and um, they were talking about, it was like, all right, this could be like, that in-between game between Ghost of Tsushima and like you know the one in Japan whatever they name that one in the future like that which is like you know very exciting to think about because like you know like uh, next gen PS5 you know goes uh we'll just call it Ghost of Japan if it you know if they're going the same route of naming these islands so like you know it's very exciting but and also at the same time like it's good and bad because like it's good because you know if you get this Ikushima game you know, later this year, like, you know, it'll be great because Sony itself is not looking too good with, you know, what they have coming out. Like, yeah, they have Deathloop coming out, I believe, in September. But other than that, we don't know if Horizon's still going to be coming out. And, you know, like, that's pretty much it. Like, we don't know. Ragnarok and Horizon might be coming out 2022, which is not looking good for Sony itself as their, you know, first-party games. But, you know, and then, of course... This Ikashima game being like a Miles Morales game, if they're charging like such a premium price, like sixty dollars, like you mentioned, then that's like, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about paying sixty dollars for a game that I'm probably gonna play like for four hours, like Miles Morales. Like Miles Morales, I beat that. I got the PS5 the same day, bought Miles Morales, and beat it within like six hours max. And that's it. Like I, I mean, I 100% of the game like within like a week because I had the time off. But then it's like, all right, the game's collecting dust now because that's all there was to it. So hopefully, like even though they do compare it to the Miles Morales kind of game, you know, maybe they throw an enhanced uh, Ghost of Tsushima for PS5 with ray tracing and everything like that. But the only thing is, hopefully they don't charge like, you know, like they did with Miles Morales, like another fee for all oh, you want Spider-Man PS4 enhanced for PS5 or you got to buy the Miles Morales, you know, $70, oh, yeah. which is stupid, honestly, in my opinion. I feel like especially Tsushima coming out a couple months before PS5, I feel like it should be one of those games where if you bought the game on the PS4 and they enhance it for the PS5, because they've been, you know, hearing a lot of rumors about Tsushima being in a PS5 enhanced game that it is like, you know, uh, I guess you could say like smart delivery type of thing, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I hope that they're, they're taking note of the smart delivery stuff and trying to do something like that with Ghost of Tsushima because, yeah, to your point, trying to make a shell another $70 for 
you know, this spinoff plus like some enhanced version of the game feels kind of shitty to be quite honest. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, and and the, here's another thing is like, who knows at this point if Sony might not just charge seventy dollars outright for this spinoff game, right? Like, maybe it might have a little bit more than Miles Morales had. And the other thing about it too is like Miles Morales. There's a lot of, uh, how do I say this? Like, it's it's more than just the fact that it was a game, like another game from Insomniac. There's a lot of uh, love and like appreciation for Miles Morales in so many different ways, right? Like, a he's Spider Man. B he means a lot to you know like a particular community. Like Miles Morales is a pretty big deal, so. Being able to to have that, they could get away with charging the sixty dollar premium because people were going to buy it anyways. And with that being said, Ghost of Tsushima is a great game and it has a following, but I don't know if it's going to have that same hook as Miles Morales does. Like Miles Morales as a character can carry you to you know X amount of co- five million copies, ten million copies, whatever it ended up being, because of who he was. Even though the game was only you know what four hours long or whatever, even shorter than mm-hmm. that. Um, so I don't know if they can get away with that, but, you know, obviously if we know anything about Sony, they're going to try. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see, we'll see how that pans out. I am looking forward to, to learning a little bit more about it. Cause I did enjoy Ghost of Tsushima. I didn't get a chance to finish it yet. That's still one of the ones I'm working on. Um, Same. but I, I do think it's a good game. It's got really good, uh, uh, fighting mechanics. So I, I really like the story and the way all that stuff is set up. So if they can find a way to bridge that gap even further, you know, the game was already beautiful. And as Manny mentioned, if we get a ray tracing, anything in that game, like it would, it would take it over mm-hmm. the top to be even more beautiful looking game. So hopefully we'll see a little bit more about it. Um, I'm hoping that this rumored event is, is real because, you know, the next item on the docket is that we're supposed to see some God of War Ragnarok gameplay. And I know we've all been talking about that. So, you know, mm-hmm. obviously that game is probably going to be a ways out. I'm sure it'll be like a fall 2020 game. Um, sorry, 2022 game. Uh, man, I wish it already came out. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys expecting from that? Do you think we're gonna see it, Manny? I, I mean, I would be surprised if we see it, especially knowing how far out it is. But then at the same time, it's like we saw Horizon Zero, um, not Zero, uh, Forbidden West, which we don't know how far along that is as well. So. I'll be very excited to see it. I'm a big, huge God of War fan. Uh, you know, definitely excited to see, you know, what's going to happen next to the franchise. Hopefully we get some gameplay and maybe a release date, but I doubt we'll get a release date because, you know, with COVID and everything like that, everybody's still recovering. I, you know, you don't want to give out like a set release date and then be that guy to like push it back multiple times. Like, <laughs> sorry, fuck. <laughs> So I think everybody's traumatized, whether it's cyberpunk or even just the fact that while it looks like we're on kind of the the tail end of this pandemic, like we still don't fully know what's going to happen in the fall. Right. Like we don't know. We don't know how well these these vaccines are going to hold up. Obviously, right now it's looking good. But yeah, I think I think everybody's scared to give definitive release dates as as a parent, as it has been with Halo Infinite in particular. Right. Like they're just saying. Uh, holiday and like nobody they don't really want to give a date out so yeah mm-hmm. but yeah chris what do you what are you thinking about god of war um honestly i kind of feel like we're gonna end up with like a, a fable-esque type of teaser trailer maybe mm-hmm. where they don't have to show too much but just enough to kind of get people hooked a little bit i feel like uh horizon 
it's way further along than whatever we're getting from God of War. That's just me. Sure. Just based on all the stuff that we've seen, we've saw we've seen actual gameplay, we've seen cutscene footage. It just feels like maybe they got to work on more things with Go with Horizon. But I would argue if that came out this year, I wouldn't be that surprised. I would be surprised if we saw God of War this year. Mm. Um, I do think they 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 need to do at least the little teaser because like the talking and all that stuff is cool, but you gotta at least show at least something to kind of hook it, you know, at least until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my opinion, it would behoove them to really do that. If they don't do that, I think that's kind of like a mm-hmm. bad marketing kind of thing. Um, but with that being said, I, I'm gonna be real. I don't expect to see too much for God of War. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna like curb my expectations. I think it's gonna be very minimal. Whatever we do see, just because it doesn't come all across as though they got that much done with it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, aside from what the title of the game is, we really don't know much about what's going on at all within it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not confident within it, but like I just don't think we're gonna see a lot in this uh, PlayStation event for God of War. I think they'll, they'll touch on it. They might show the teaser, and that's this. That's as much as we got. Mm. This is me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say I agree with you largely. I don't, I don't think we'll get like a when you say like the Fable esque trailer. What I translated that to was like a CG trailer. I actually don't think we're gonna get a CG trailer, but I do think it'll be like five minute thing of Kratos destroying somebody or something <laughs> and then it'll cut because I, I while I think all right I'll put it to you like this right <clears throat> the very first PS5 game that we saw if I remember correctly was Ratchet and Clank right mm-hmm. um, but and yet that that didn't come out until like what a good six seven months after the fact so even though they showed it off and there was a lot for them to show, they really just kind of found a way to showcase a lot of the features of the PS5 with that game. Um, I think a similar situation may happen with God of War. I think the game is still going to be far out, but I do think they would have like a decent vertical slice of the game to kind of show off at least. So yeah, I I think obviously um, Horizon is much further along because they were able to show off a good 15 minutes of it. And there's debate as to whether or not it's going to come out the end of this year or slash early next year. They've already, you know, with, with God of War, they've already said flat out, we're not, you're not getting that game until 2022. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm hoping it's a little bit more than the five minutes, but I would, I'm, that's my expectation. That's where I'm kind of setting it is like five minute little gameplay tease. We get to see how pretty the game is and, and Kratos doing some ridiculous thing as he always does uh but yeah I'm, I'm hoping that sony really has more to show us though even if it's not necessarily all games that'll drop in 2021 I, i'm just looking for something something yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's looking kind of bare bones over there right not gonna yeah. Lie. yeah and i mean i guess this kind of brings us to our, our other thing or uh, the final thing we're talking about with this rumored event i guess it's not even necessarily tied to this event but there has been Another rumor floating around about Insomniac and their next game being a multiplayer focus game. Um, this actually comes more or less directly from Insomniac. The, the fact that they uh, have a job posting looking for a game director. or Is it is a director, actually? They're looking for, for somebody who is more focused on, let's see, creative director, system designer, story lead, uh, art director. So the system designer, they specifically 
outlined as uh, overseeing aspects of multiplayer features. So, you know, they're over here talking about a multiplayer project. They're tweeting it out. Chances are this game's probably not going to be coming for another, what, four to five years if they're still hiring a creative director and a system designer. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting to talk about, you know, the fact that <clears throat> I don't think Insomniac's made a multiplayer-focused game since Fuse. I don't know if any of you know what that game is, but Fuse is a... It, no. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a relatively older game. I, I'd encourage you guys to look it up. It was, it was definitely like a critical failure, like really bad reviews nobody bought it i was was working back at gamestop at the time it was on ps3 and uh xbox 360 um it tanked but it was a it was a multiplayer shooter game that insomniac made i think they i forget who they partnered with to make it but regardless it it didn't go over very well for them so i'm i'm curious as to what the heck this will be you know like insomniac makes beautiful games they make really creative games as far as like a Sunset Overdrive and obviously Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Ratchet and Clank and so on. Um, so this is news that they're making something multiplayer focused. Also, the fact that people always talk about Sony not really having many good multiplayer based games. Like they're they're kind of like the box that's focused on the single player games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, curious to get you guys to take on this one as well. Manny, uh, you know, I'll start off with you. Man. Well, you had to mention Sunset Overdrive, man. That game, I feel like that game was so good, but everybody just hated on it for no reason. But, you know, like, like imagine if Asamiak actually made, like, maybe, like, another Sunset Overdrive type of game for PlayStation. Like, this, like, like you know how, like, Sunset Overdrive at first was, like, this, like, little post-apocalyptic, but this is like the soda drink got everybody infected and everything like yep, that. Yep. Like something like that. I remember I first looked at the like the teaser trailer from the like the original teaser trailer when they uh, first showcased the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And the game looked like it was supposed to be like some open world MMO type of thing because they had like while well, the dude was like, you know, climbing, jumping on walls and everything like that. Like this is one part we see like a bunch of like other players with their names above. So like that's what it kind of felt like at first, but obviously it didn't turn out to be like that when the game came out. Yeah. So it could be something like that that Samniak would be working on, which would be dope because like I said, like Sunset Overdrive was such a good game and they had such great mechanics, like the wall running and stuff like that. He's like I see that stuff in Spider Man. Every time I wall run in Spider Man, I'm like, yo, that's from Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so like <laughs> But so, you know, if it, if it, I would be excited if it's something like that for like a multiplayer Somnia game because, you know, I'm sure with the right pieces and everything like that, they can make a great game. Like we've seen Ratchet and Clank, Miles Morales and stuff like that. All great games. And, you know, even if this multiplayer game is a co-op Spider-Man, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> that would be something else. Miles Morales and Peter Parker swinging around together. That'd be hmm. pretty dope. That'd be pretty dope. Alright. Well, Chris, what about you, man? What do you think? Um I don't know, I guess I'm kind of anticipating something that's like how do I put this? Um So I guess like I'm kinda of getting vibes of like whatever we saw with Redfall, right? Because like Redfall to me when I saw that trailer was very colorful. Yeah. Very colorful, very creative and very zany and to me that that fits the insomniac thing that's why to me it was so weird that it was bethesda making that because it's like bethesda doesn't make games like this you know um yeah that's that's kind of the vibes i'm getting from and i'm getting more maybe redfall mixed with some 
Hmm. Trying to think, there's another game that kind of I could kind of see where they're getting stuff from, or even like how they do a Ratchet Clank. Like Ratchet Clank, they had oh not Ratchet Clank, I'm sorry, Overwatch. That's another game that I kind of kind of like see being in the same vein mm-hmm. if they're going to go after that multiplayer. Because Overwatch to me has that wacky, character-driven, colorful, uh, competitive gunplay kind of thing going on. I could see them also making something in that same vein, but I don't know. It just really kind of reminded me of the Redfall thing. Because not for nothing, I think that Redfall-esque type of game is going to have a... What's the word? Uh, That type of game is going to get a run. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I think Redfall is going to come out and there's going to be several other games in that same elk and they're all going to kind of come out and be like kind of competing for the top co-op game, I guess shooter. you could say. But yeah. yeah. So like a hero type of shooter? Yeah, I, I think that's that's a, a lane that's going to fully be exploited in the next like year or two for sure. Um, Because people are kind of crying for that stuff and I think we've been saying we want more stuff like that for real, for forever. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a. If, if, at the very least, it's going to be a colorful, beautiful, very fun-driven kind of game. Okay, that's the very most I could say about it, just based on what they've done in the past. You know, but, so yeah. <clears throat> I love that both of you mentioned both of you mentioned elements of things that I was going to talk about. So definitely have to say, great minds think alike. Because Chris, you talked about Redfall and. That, that was pretty much what popped into my mind when I saw this, because I feel like Arcane Leon, I, actually, no, I'm not even going to, Arcane in general, because they have two different studios. I feel like Arcane eventually, with the backing of Microsoft, will get to the level of Insomniac and like all, like the, the critical acclaim that there is with that game. Um, I think what we're seeing from Deathloop looks absolutely nutty and amazing and wacky and, you know, very creative a la the things that we see from insomniac and this redfall thing seems to fall in that same line so when manny mentioned the whole sunset overdrive thing in my head i'm like who the hell owns the rights to that because if it's if it's Mm. microsoft and i'm phil spencer i'm getting arcane leon or or the other the other part of the studio to make me another uh sunset overdrive game if they wanted to like i would i would throw the idea out there because if we own ip that's exactly what i'm trying to do but if, if Insomniac owns the IP, I'm pretty sure this is probably a sequel to Sunset Overdrive that we're talking about right now. Because the game itself had co-op elements. I'm pretty sure it was a four-player co-op game. Again, highly underrated game. Mm-hmm. Criminally slept on. Because people mm-hmm. talked about Microsoft not having any exclusives at the time. That was easily one of their best exclusives. And nobody fucked with it. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Fucked with it. nobody. So it was kind of mm-hmm. like... You guys are clamoring for all these creative and zany and different exclusives and they give it to you and y'all don't buy it. Like, ah, <laughs> we have to support these types of things, man. That game is amazing. Yeah. I, I know I can still load that game up right now and still have fun with it. For mm-hmm. a game like, what, six, seven years old at this point? Yeah, it came out yeah. 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super old. So, yeah. So, mm, and like, I was gonna say, and like this shows that if Game Pass was a thing back then, I'm sure that game would be so much better, and that game probably would have a sequel right now. And it sucks because, like, 
and this is like the same thing with like with Sony's dealing with like with Days Gone, where it's like no, they didn't like get their expectations, so we're not getting a sequel for Days Gone because of that. Like I'm sh- like you know, Days Gone has their following. There's a lot of people that love the game, but it just sucks that now they're not gonna have that sequel because sales and what well, you know. It's like Game Pass. Like if they had Game Pass back then, I'm sh- like I said, since Overdrive probably a thing. Manny, we we made it through like almost an hour without talking about Game Pass, and you had to slide it in there, man, huh? <laughs> it's the Game Pass show. It's the Game Pass show. We can't help it. You can't not talk about Game Pass. It's too good. That there's like a uh, an ongoing thing on Twitter right now because people are mad. That, you uh, seen Dustin's video? I didn't. I didn't. I, oh, I you didn't watch it. It's funny. I've been watching like what's going on on Twitter, and people are just mad at other people for talking about Game Pass. <laughs> like they they're like, oh, Microsoft's paying all these creators to talk about Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they're paying us, I'm I'm still waiting for my check. Still, where that check I'm at? Still bro. For my check. That's, for real. I mean, the Game Pass show. We're gonna change from the Xbox hey, to the Game Pass. <laughs> why not? Why not? We talk about Game, game Pass, Pass all day. Show. Oh god, we probably get sued. Uh, oh no, we they go sue us. That's free. That's free press for that. Joe Spencer, Spencer would want us, and he'd be like, "Yo, can I be in the show?" Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we'd have to make an extra box for Phil. Oh, you making that <laughs> box so quick? <laughs> you can take my box. I'll just take my box, Phil. Yo, you know, I don't you want to come on the show, man? Please. Oh, that would be amazing. I'll narrate. I don't need it, Phil. This is for you. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, man. Oh. You want me to take my logo out? I'll take it out. I'll take it out. I don't need it. Go ahead. But, but yo, Manny, you, you make such a good point about that Sunset Overdrive stuff, right? Like, like that type of game, taking creative risk like that, it's perfect for Game Pass. Like, that that stuff, you, you get such a bigger audience. Like, there's... Nobody would have had to worry about oh like will we sell that many copies like people would try the game because if they had Game Pass it would essentially be free and they would discover what I know about it and what Manny you know about it was that it was a great game and people just mm-hmm. didn't play it enough but yeah I'm sure we'll be getting a lot more games like that going forward like like I said with Bethesda and, and all the different things that we're going to be seeing I'm pretty confident that we're going to be hearing a lot more about Arcane making really cool and interesting games, you know, within the next decade and beyond. I think they're going to be a really AAA studio, so I'm excited to see what they have going on. Um, but I think that's all we got time for today. So before we head out, as we always do, Manny, where can the people find you? You already know. Twitch.tv slash GoodmasterFlex. Instagram, Twitter, GoodmasterFlex underscore TTV. And of course, on TikTok, no context gaming. No context hey. gaming. All right. Chris, what about you, bro? Where people pen pal? Uh, uh, <laughs> you already know, motherfuckers. M A Y 25 T H X X. On everything, including Gmail, that's where you pen pal me. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and Tiki Talk, that too. All that shit. <laughs> Can't forget the ticky talk. All right, boys. Well, for me, uh, it's uh, Black Ice 8. Pretty much everywhere. Xbox, Twitter, uh, twitch.tv slash Black Ice 8. Find me on PSN as well. Um, the only difference for the social media stuff is on Instagram and TikTok. It's Black Ice 8 underscore gaming. Uh, I'm going to try to get some streams up this week. I don't know about you guys. But, uh, I'm disliking, like, so I yeah, agree. I feel like it's been a yeah. while. So you might you might see me up on the, the Twitch channel. Um, mm-hmm. Getting some streams up for sure. 
Uh, but yeah, that's it for today, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe. Peace. Hiya. <laughs>